I want to okay. hear you perform. So welcome. Okay, uh, I want to hear you, you perform. Thank you. Bettina Francisco. Great last name. Very local. Yeah, very okay. local. <laughs> you got a piece for me. Very Filipino. Very local. You feel me? Um, so this song is dedicated to my baby girl. And I love you, okay? Look. Mm. Uh. Jasmine sending incense to love A wasted lingering abundance of a love I see pictures of my skin glowing That ain't me, that ain't me That's my baby girl, you see I'm a vessel of a light and love Shining heavenly, so heaven Have you really found a kid so beautiful? A baby goddess with passion flowing straight from her soul? Maybe not, maybe she the first of her kind Chilling in Thug's mansion She my little kid divine They ask me to define love They ask me to define love I told them look up above And see the stars and the moon And the moves of my baby girl yeah, look, they ask me to define love. They ask me to define love. I told them, look up above and see the stars and the moon and the moves of my baby Galilee. Yeah, it go 18 weeks in the womb. When I found out I didn't really know what to do, I called my baby daddy, told the news. Overwhelming feelings got me changing up my view. I feel your kicks hit inside of me. Then I smile, cause you're precious, truly a blessing from a goddess. Then it sinked in. How my body's sacred, I'm housing divine. Feminine, this type of love too genuine So baby girl, this the power you embody Even though you pass away, you living through your mommy Even if death happens, nothing truly dies I love you, you taught mama how to love life, see You asked me to define love, you asked me to define love I told them, look up above And see the stars and the moon and the moves of my baby Galilee, yeah Look, they asked me to define love They asked me to define love I told them, look up above And see the stars and the moon And the moves of my baby Galilee yeah. Her name, A-A-L-I-Y-A-H Never dies You live on in life Love you for all time See, A-A-L-I-Y-A-H Never dies You live on in life Love you for all time, baby girl. Thank you. I love you. Damn! Yeah. I did not know where that was going, <laughs> and the heart came out. Yeah, fam. the heart really came out. Oh my yeah. god! I went on a journey listening to the story. I was like, oh, yeah. oh where's this going? Yeah. And then. Yeah, I kind of hit you with that. <laughs> oh, you just swung it that. out of field. Like I was like not expecting that. I was like, oh, love. Okay, I, I thought it was gonna be like a music soul child type of love, mm-hmm. and then it goes switches into like j cole's lost ones and then it goes yeah. into another like acceptance yeah. yeah i need a yeah go a breath fam yeah. welcome thank you very much for no, sharing that you. piece i appreciate you I, i'm very honored to be here really damn so it's you. like i feel like that's one of those songs where i would replay like yeah yeah it's mm. like uh because I definitely like vibe songs. Mm-hmm. I definitely like the bouncy or the bravado type too. Yeah, but I, I know also what you like mean. the storyline, mm. especially when there's like a personal narrative yeah. to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel that. Wow, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. I really do. Yeah, that song was about um, my daughter who passed away. And I wrote that like on a full moon. Mm. Um, yeah, I was just like, I don't know, one day, you know, I was in my room, I put like a little candle on, you know, 
Uh, I was like burning jasmine, and I was like, it, I was like not in San Francisco. I was like at my house. I'm from San Jose. Mm-hmm. I was like at my house in San Jose. I was like burning my jasmine incense, and then there was like a full moon out, and then I was like. Dang, I'm like really feeling this Dilla beat. And then, you know, like me, I'm like, dude, I don't know if I rap good enough for me to rap on a Dilla beat. You know Mm, what I mean? Because it's like Dilla mm, is like Dilla. mm. (laughs) You know what I'm trying to say? So like, um, but then I was like, nah, like, I was like, if this is about my daughter, who is like the most like sacred, the most like beautiful, like human being that I've ever known in my life, like dang, she could be on a Dilla beat. Like, I was like, you know what I mean? I was like, she, I was like, she deserves a Dilla beat. She don't uh, deserve anything less uh, than that. Uh. So then I was like, so I was like, yeah. So, so yeah. And then that's when um, I literally wrote this song in like 20 minutes because I just like really felt the energy from the full moon. And every time I feel the full moon's energy, I always feel her. Like there's, I, for some reason, there's like a weird like, like, I, I feel that, like, I feel the female energy, and I'm like, dang, like, that's how I felt when, you know, I was pregnant with her and, like, all this other stuff. So, like, yeah, and then I wrote it in, like, 20 minutes, and I wanted to, like, kind of, like, show love. Like, I feel like a lot of people, when they, like, experience death and stuff, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I feel like when they experience death, there's not a lot of, like, love there. You know what I'm saying? Well, there is, but, like, when when death happens sometimes a lot of people that i've witnessed in my life will like be like dang we're like hella lacking right now or like dang like this is so shitty like life is so hard like da 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 and it is like those are very valid feelings mm-hmm. and i think that for me like that song was for me to really be like oh yeah like i want to show i want to shine love onto like all of the hard things that happened so yeah that was just like a song about her and like paying homage to her and like inviting her into like my space like all the time so yeah how come you had that kind of perspective like how were you how were you able to like be at that point mm. of having love and acceptance in light of loss mm. because that's not a very uh the normalized way of coping is grieving mm. right especially mm-hmm. in our society mm-hmm. and it's not like celebrate it's not necessarily always a celebration of life it yeah. is more so on the focus of loss yeah as somebody who is young how have yeah. you been able to like get to that point Mm, you know actually I learned this when I was really young like I was eight years old I don't know actually I don't know if I was eight maybe I was 10 I was like somewhere around that age like eight or 10 and I remember like like when you were saying that like I was like oh wait a minute I know where that came from um I didn't I never thought about this before but uh what was I saying oh yeah like when I was like eight or 10 right Uh, My grandma in the Philippines, she, like, passed away. And I wasn't, like, hella close to her. Like, um, she, like, raised me when I was, like, like, a baby and stuff. And, like, she would, my mom would tell me how, like, they would, like, because I I wasn't born here. I was born, like, in Singapore, you know. Mm. Um, Yeah, and, like, she would, like, come through with, like, hella, uh, (laughs) like, hella, like, fresh, um, like, foods, like, from the Philippines. And then, like, blend them and then put them in, like, little, like, I don't know like she would like put them in like these like little mason jars and that was like my baby food and like Uh, nobody really had that mm -hmm. 
um like my siblings like never really had that like I was being taken care of like in like a very special like way when I was like when I was like a baby and so like I always like I, I don't remember that because I was like fucking hella young you know what I mean <laughs> and like I can't remember that but like when my mom told me that story I was like that's interesting because like I feel really connected to her for some reason but like I never like she was in the Philippines I was in the states like it was just not you know and then when I was young she was really sick so I just didn't really like talk to her that much um but I felt connected to her for some reason and then um yeah and then when she passed away like I was hella crying. I went back to the Philippines and I cried the whole funeral. I cried the whole after lunch thing. I cried forever. And then my family was like weirded out because they were like, dude, you don't even talk to her. <laughs> like, you don't even talk to your Lola. Like, what the heck? Like, you know, my family was like, what the heck? Actor. Mama. Yeah. They were like, why are you crying? I was like, dude, I don't even know why I'm crying hella hard. Uh. Like, I've, I I just like really felt her her connection. And then my dad, you know, like Filipinos, they got, they got those novenas happening, you know, uh -huh. like filled house, you uh -huh. know. So like my house, when I came back to the States, my house was like filled, like, like filled with hella people. My dad was like telling a story about basically like somebody had a dream and they saw an angel and that angel happened to be my Lola. And then I, when I heard that story, that's like the shortened version. It's like a crazy story, but yeah. And then... um. When you I know heard, how Titos tell stories. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They be telling every detail with like, you know, yeah. like, dang. Dude, and they then be the telling. light came in, Padre. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You don't even know. You don't even know. Oi, oi, boy, come here. I'll tell no, you. No, really. Yeah, I know. That's how my dad was saying it at the novena. And then I was like, I remember I had like my little pamphlet book like this, right? I have it like this. And I was like, and I dropped it. I went to my room. Like they were gonna play the rosary. I just went to my room and I cried, and uh. I was like, I was like, dude, you know what this means? And I remember thinking to myself, I was like ten, dude. I was like hella young. I was like, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, dude, nothing dies. Like nothing really dies. Like everything, like we have everything that we need in every moment. It just like everything just kind of rebirths itself into like a different form. You know what I mean? And so like ever since after that, like ever since I witnessed like a lot of people dying in my life and like a lot of loss in my life, like I was like, nah, they're still here. Like, I, I don't know why, but my mind was just kind of like, no, they're still here. They're not here in the way that they used to be, mm. but they are definitely here in a different way. And, and the presence and the soul of them and the energy of them, like, never changes. Like, it's they're here still. So I always just, like, believed in that. Like, ever since, I, like, that whole thing that happened with my Lola. Did um, anybody ever tell you that? No. Ah, so it came just from your own like yeah. thinking at it eight, was, nine, yeah. ten, like yeah. that. Yeah, it came from like my own thinking and like basically like my yeah, it came from my own thinking. Um, I think it was just like the experience like um, that I had. Like nobody necessarily told me. Like my mom didn't come up to me like, "Hui, nothing dies," you know. Like, <laughs> like my mom didn't say that, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay, mom," you know. Like that that didn't happen. Like it was just like, um, like that experience happened, and then I had more experiences happening to me where like my ancestors would come into my dreams, and and these are either ancestors who I've never met or that I'm really close to. And all of them, like the spectrum, they would come into my dream and like um, talk to me, like 
tell me things like hang out with me they sometimes they don't even talk Dad, like are you black panther i do i don't know you know i'll be laying i'll be laying down like you know in the movie yeah, where they like lay yeah, down yeah, yeah, and they yeah. like contact yeah. their ancestors yeah. dude i'll be feeling that way but i'm just laying down on my bed trying to go to sleep you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so like that happens to me a lot um and then i was like yeah nothing dies you know so it kind of like that experience happened when I was eight and then like over the years like it just it kept happening to me in like different ways different people passing away in my life and they kept coming in and I was like yeah nothing dies nothing really dies so that's why I yeah that's how I got to that place. It's interesting how some people have different let's say, levels of connectivity or relating with their past, their ancestors. Yeah. And because some people don't really think about that. There are some cultures that don't even care about the ones that are living right now. Yeah. Right? And then there are other folks who are a little more active in terms of what they experience, what they kind of connect with and relate to. Mm -hmm. Because, shout out, to Pinai Liminality. Yeah. That's where I first heard you on the oral history project. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Shout um, out to Christine. Christine. I love you, Christine. You're mm. the heart and my soul. We need to get her on here. I know. Too. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Get at me, fam. <laughs> um, and it's a dope concept, Pinai Liminality, yeah. oral history project collection yeah. of stories of pinais which yeah. are definitely important to hear mm-hmm. and i remember hearing you specifically talk about your relationship with your grandma yeah right? yeah i remember that i don't remember what i said you were talking just, about the the river how it floods over and knowing oh, and yeah. about the mangoes and the fruits that your lola yes. would kind of bring and how you are intimately tied to your ancestors yes oh my god yeah i remember that uh, yeah it's because i remember like a week before that my (laughs) dude this story is hella crazy but you know i i i mean i'm me and my family are like the only people um from like our family like our blood family like here in the that states was able to immigrate here? yeah and then like i got one cousin and that's it like really? it's just yeah so it, we we're like the the very like first um like people to be here and then there so a lot of all of my family is in the philippines right now right so but because of that i go back a lot so i'm like you know, I'd be I'd be rolling up in the Philippines ever since I was like eight, nine, mm-hmm. and then I would go like every two, three years, depending on like money and like all that other stuff. But um, yeah, it was like hella crazy because like you know I'm hella close to my cousins back home. Like we talk, you know. Um, and then it was hella crazy because like my one of my aunts in the Philippines, like she hella. Uh, sent something on like the Viber group chat. <laughs> yeah, you got the Viber. Yeah, the on the Viber, Viber group chat yep. to like all the siblings, which is like my mom's side, right? Like all the siblings, and it was like this, this like it was a book that like my great, I think it was like my great uncle. Yeah, my great uncle wrote this book, and it was like about the stories of like every single person who was in my family from Bro. like from like I think it started in like the ni- the early night 
yeah i think it was started in the early 1900s so that's hella long that's, that's fucking dope isn't that crazy and you know how she sent it she was like haha just found this one and then she's <laughs> and then she like sent the cover she was like haha just found this one and then everyone was like haha that's funny and then um she sent like a picture of my grandpa because my grandpa is the last of like of the book my grandpa's the last generation mm. so like the people who weren't written about were like my mom's and then like me and my cousins you know what i'm saying mm. me my siblings and my cousins so she like sent a picture of like my grandpa when he was hella young and was like haha this is lolo bed and then i was like yo this is hella i was like you know how crazy this is and then i told i told my aunt on viber i was like hey can you scan that and then send it to me because like this is like hella crazy like i was like this is hella rare and then i remember opening the 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 first page of the of the book well it was like a pdf file yeah, obviously because yeah. they had to email it to me because yeah. they can't be sending that <laughs> no back that to you know what i mean but anyways yeah so i remember like i was on my laptop and then i op i saw the up open the first page and, it, and my great uncle wrote something like you know they always document it was like on tagalog so i have to remember it but in, in like i don't know what it was in tagalog but i remember it saying like they always document like really important and famous people's stories, but they but our stories are just as important as those ones who are rich and famous or something like that, right? Like the normal people's stories are the are are just as important and they just matter that much. That's why I'm writing this book. Like that was like the first like So who thing. wrote it? Your uncle? My great your, your great uncle. My great uncle. Damn, that guy's an OG ethnic studies dude. No, bro. yeah, he fought. That's some real shit. Yeah, no, he fought. He he's actually. I think he's here actually. Like he lives in Seattle. I never met him though, but huh? he lives in Seattle. He fought in World War Two. Yeah, I. This is all I know because that's what my mom told me. But he's still alive. Yeah, he is. Which you is crazy. You have to go visit that. Fool. No, yeah, my my mom was like, we should go visit him, but we got you know we got yeah. no money like yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right now. So. Um, but yeah, and then that that was just hella crazy. Like I was like, wait, like that's hella crazy. And I started reading everything, and it was like my like hella far back ago. Like it was like oh when you like hella like um, I remember like the first story was about my one of like my great great. I don't even know what generation it was because it was hella long ago. But it was just talking about like uh like the mountains and locos and like um like how something i don't I, like how like they were like getting food and like just like floating in the river and like how my family lived by a river in the mountains so i don't know something like that and i was like yo this is hella cool like i didn't know that you know did they scan so, the whole book uh yeah they scanned like the whole book so i read it and i was like what the hell and i told my mom i was like yo this is crazy you know that right and she was like oh, yeah like yeah and i was like <laughs> i was like yeah like it's pretty crazy you know filipino moms like they don't <laughs> they're just like yeah <laughs> cool, cool. and so okay. yeah nice nice and then uh, good good yeah <laughs> they're like that and then i'm like and i was like yo this is hella crazy so then when i was like reading it i was just like wow like i didn't even i was so shocked i was just like dang this is like the real thing of like no history no self like mm -hmm. you know what i'm trying to say? like That's i was like what I'm saying. i was like this is like the real thing like the like the real deal you know <laughs> i was like that dude like, started way back yeah too. he started way back too you know like this stuff like people pe what he did like people like 
people in like this generation is like doing it a lot you know what yeah. i mean like they're yeah. doing it a lot and i mean also like the like a generation of gold are doing a lot and i mean like people tell stories in different ways so i'm pretty sure like this has been happening over time but this fool wrote a book like yeah. Yeah. i was like and then the first thing was just like our stories matter too it don't mm -hmm. matter if we're rich or famous mm -hmm. we just normal people but i'm gonna tell it anyways mm. and it was just like day that's cool like he was just like yeah you know they were fishing by the river. Like, it was just, like, basic shit. It was like, you know, they were just gathering their um, their crops and then fishing by the river and, like, all this other stuff. And I was like, dude, that's cool. I was uh -huh. like, I, yeah, live like that, you know? Like, yeah, and so, yeah. So you have was, to continue the book now. Yeah, no, my mom, I told my mom that. I was like, dude, what if I continue the book? What if I, and she goes, oh, then do it. And I was like, <laughs> nice, I was nice. like, yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then we went to the Philippines. Uh, the last time I was in the Philippines, like two, I think it was like two years ago. No, it was like last year. No, nah, it was two years ago. I forgot. It we a year or two ago, something like that. So pretty recent. I uh -huh, went pretty uh -huh. recently, and I was like, telling my, um, I was telling my like aunts like. Yeah, maybe we should like write, like we should write this thing, da da da. But then at that time, like my cousin passed away, so mm. like uh, we, so I like I kind of like put it on a hold. But now like I'm hella thinking like you know, that like, would be dope. That would be hella cool. That would be hella. That would be dope. hella cool. You know, yeah. if I if I continue that book, you yeah. know, yeah. same thing. It's yeah. super. It's super dope because just for comparison. I've been struggling to get my family's history, right? Mm. To like, I've been sitting even with my Lola in the Philippines, like sat her down, made like the family tree based off her memory mm. and recorded her like mm. talking, telling stories and mm. stuff because we don't have anything past like her memory of her grandparents like mm. that, nothing like recorded. Mm. And then it's like a bummer because I do feel that there's a lot to life that you can learn from the past, especially your family. Yeah. And I feel there's a there's a development disconnect when those stories are not consistently told. At mm. least for me. Yeah. Where I'm like trying to find the answers of life. Mm -hmm. If there are any, right? Um, <laughs> trying to find like what to do, how to pursue certain goals, tasks, things mm -hmm. like that on my own, right? And I'm struggling and all mm. this. Then I hear stories of how my grandpa hustled and like mm. did his shit in the Philippines. I'm like, damn, that guy's a badass. Yeah, like he a G, huh? Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I guess it's in me too. I just have to do like go at it with mm -hmm. certain like perspectives mm -hmm. and get it. And it's even more powerful that it's a story mm -hmm. from my family. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because you carry that energy like... Mm -hmm you definitely do carry that energy with you like no matter how like where you are in life or like if you're living with them if you're not living with them like you definitely carry that energy like when you move like in your life like i feel that i, I hear what you're saying yeah. tell me a little bit because you talked a lot about ancestors and yeah. the penai liminality and you say you're really connected with them Share, how how do you connect in the sense of maintaining a relationship mm. with ancestors, respecting them and all? Like, what does mm. a daily practice look like? Or yeah. how do you kind of get the energy, inspiration from it? Yeah. Um, 
So some so part of it, some of it is me, and then the other part is them actually. So it's like a it's like a fifty fifty relationship. You know, it's like a regular relationship where it's like, you know, you're talking to somebody, and then like you the person talk back like it's just like you listen to someone that person listen to you right like um so like uh maintaining okay so uh there's a lot of things that I do and and in very different ways so um I'm just gonna first start with like with my dreams so um I don't ask them to come into my dreams <laughs> I just they kind of just pop up and they just say what's up and I, I'm like hey what how you doing do you have a dream journal do you do that um so I mean I just like get my phone hella quick and then I like write them down so but I do remember like a lot of them like I remember a lot of them because like I don't know I just wake up and I really remember it and yeah so like for instance right like um okay I'm gonna give two examples so like my my cousin, uh, me and her were like best friends, you know, like, um, her name is Alexis. Um, she's back, back in the Philippines. She passed away pretty recently, like two years ago, I think. Yeah. Two years ago, passed away, um, in April. Um, yeah. And then like three days after she passed away, she came, I was, I had a dream and I didn't even ask for this. I was just kind of praying to her. I said, you know, I was like letting her know. I was like, dude, I love you. Did like all this stuff. Like I wasn't really like coming to my dream and talk to me. Like I was just telling her, like giving her love, you know, I was just giving her love. I was like, I love you so much. You know, I hope you're, you're good out there, you know, like did and I would just like talk to her. Right. So I just, it's like this constant talking. And then on the third day, I remember I had a dream that I was like in a volcano, or I was like around a volcano. And then I was like trying to get down. And then like, there was like three paths. So like, there was like two paths like here and there. And it was like steps down or whatever. And then the other one was like no steps, but it's like a pathway that goes down. And then there was the other... (laughs) The other pathway to go down was, like, me jumping into the volcano. Mm. And then I was like, oh, jumping into the volcano is faster. I don't know why <laughs> I thought that. And then I I jumped in. And I, I jumped in. And then I landed, like, in a, in, like, a, there was, like, a square table. And I landed in a chair. And then she was sitting, like, right there, like, how far we are right now. She was sitting right there. And then she was, like, drinking wine. And then, oh, wait, sorry. She was also pregnant before, like, she passed away. Mm. So she had the baby and then she passed away. Um, And so when I saw her, she was pregnant. And so, like, she would be like, we can't drink alcohol. We can't drink alcohol. And I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, because she's, like, my best friend. So I'm, like, always with her, you know. So I'm, like, not drinking alcohol with her, like, all the time. And so she's holding wine. Yeah, she was holding wine in her hand and she was drinking it. And then I, I I fell in, I saw her, and then I literally, my face was like this. Like, I was, like, so shocked. I was like, are you... Fu-? And then she goes, dude, you don't need to be shocked right now. Like, I'm not pregnant anymore, so I can drink alcohol. I was like, girl, you playing me right now. <laughs> I was like, you hella joking around, you fooling. And, like, she was just, like, catching up with me. She was telling me, she's like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, I'm in a good place right now. Like, da-da-da. And, like, just talking to me. I was like, really? You good? And she was like, yeah, like, I'm good. I know everything's going to be taken care of and, like, all this stuff. And we were just, like, catching up. And then I woke up and I was like, whoa. Like, that was that was cool. Because I felt like I was really with her. And then, um, 
Yeah. Wait. Pause on dreams. Yes. All right, and then we can continue with the other things that yeah. uh, you connect with your ancestors with. How how do you view dreams, right?、Mm. Do you view dreams as the a part of your subconscious telling you things? Do you view、mm-hmm. it as a connection to another realm, another energy?、Mm. Like, is it also or whatever? How do、yeah. you interpret them? I think it's I think it's both for me. Like, I think like I mean, there are some dreams where I'm definitely like, yeah, that was like definitely like my subconscious, you know. But then there are other dreams where it's like I can feel the truth. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like when that happened, like of course, like I can be like, you know, of course I can be like, oh yeah, like I was praying to her before I fell asleep, so then I saw her and then she was talking to me, so it was like probably my subconscious, you know.、Um, but then sometimes like. When I have dreams like that, I just feel it. Like I'm like, I knew that was true, and I don't need to like rationalize it or yeah, like yeah. put it into like a like a reason behind it, like why I had that dream or like all that stuff. Like I just like the feeling of like having that as true, like really just like like I just like kind of left it as as at that. You know what I mean? And like sometimes, you know, I talk to my dad about it because my mom isn't like. Really like that. Like my mom doesn't really like dream. Like th- oh, actually no, that's a lie. My mom does dream and like all this other stuff. But when I tell her these stories, she's more like, she's sort of more like, oh, maybe it was because you were praying to her beforehand. But then my dad says they came. My dad, when I talked to him about that, he goes, they came into your dream for a reason.、Mm. Like they don't dismiss it just as a subconscious thing.、Mm. You know. Because that's your ancestor, you need to bring them honor.、Mm. And then I was like, "You're right." So then that's how I kind of just was like,、um, like some dreams are subconscious, but other dreams is like this, like this, like real truth that you can just feel in your heart. And so, and then when when my dad said that, he was like, "Dude, that was your ancestor. You need to bring them honor. You know, like that was your cousin who was your best friend. You need to bring them honor. You can't just dismiss it as your subconscious." You know, and like I mean, I felt that too. I, I didn't. I didn't even think about like, oh, that was my subconscious. I, I just knew. I was like, I was like, dude, she was talking to me. <laughs> you know, like that's cool. <laughs>、mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I mean, like she's been coming into my dreams a lot. Like she comes in my dreams like a good amount of time. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, like it's pretty cool. It's yeah, cool. I think the reason I ask is because it sounds like such a cool experience,、mm-hmm. and it seems like it centers you and is an authentic experience in a relationship、yeah. for you. Yeah. And then it's just interesting because none of my dreams are like that, and I'm、yeah. like, damn it, damn it, Lolo, can you come tell、You're、me like, some、Lolo. advice? What the fuck? All my dreams are stupid as eating or me trying to fly or just I have weird dreams of like、yeah. dreaming that I'm texting someone a long ass message and I'm、yeah. just texting. Then I'll wake up like, is that fucking real? Then yeah, I'll look then at my look. phone. And I'm like, oh my god! And this happens so many times. Yeah. And I'm like, you're like Lolo. <laughs> No, no, come on. Yeah, <laughs> that's hella funny. But yeah, like, yeah. So like, I, I like, I would have those dreams, and then like, one time I had a dream about ancestor I never met. So like, that was when I was like, oh, this is for really, this is like a for real thing. You know what I mean? Because it's like my cousin, I hang out with her, and like, she's my best friend. But then one time I had a dream about an ancestor I never met. Like, how do you know about them? Okay, so this is what happened. So、okay. this is so my dad, 
my dad, um, his dad, so my Lolo, died when my dad was like 20 or something, like in his 20s. So I never met him, oh, right? So you're Lolo on your dad's side. Yeah, oh. so my Lolo on my dad's side. So that was his dad. And so um, I never met him. Um, all I know was that his name was Ben. That's all I knew. And then, like, Benjamin, that was his name. And, like, I didn't even know, like, I didn't know anything about his life. Like, I, nobody told me anything about him, did it on, like, all this stuff. And, yeah. So, didn't really know much about him. And then, um, there was this one time I was, like, sleeping. And then I woke up at, like, four in the morning. And then I started, like, making tea, like, frantically. And then I was, like why am I doing that? And then I had to like stop. And then I remembered my dream. And then basically in my dream, I was in the Philippines and it was like super detailed. Like I remember like the color of the car and like what kind of car I was in and like all this other stuff. So basically I was in a car and then there was like a, my dad, my dad was like throwing up, but it, it looked like my dad, but it didn't also look like my dad. But for some reason I was like, that's my dad. And then he was, like, hella throwing up, like, a lot. And, like, he was, like, about to, like, die. Like, he was about to die. And then, like, he had a yaya on his, like, left side. Um, he had a yaya on his left side, like, rubbing his back. And was, like, talking to him. And then he, like, looked at me. And we were, like, in a green, in, like, a forest green van, like, a big one. And then, like, there was, like, grass here and then, like, palm trees here. Like, I remember everything about it. And then he looked at me. He was like, Anak, you need to make me tea. Like, hella, you know, like, he couldn't, you know. And I was like, okay, yeah, I will. So I was, like, making. So that's why I, like, woke up and I started making tea. And then I called my dad. I was like, dude. I was like, dad, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, why? <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, are you sure? He goes, yeah, I'm pretty healthy. Why? Wait, why? And then I was like, I was like, no, I had this dream. Da, 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 and I told him the dream, right? And then he goes, he goes, hmm, okay, well, I'm good. So just <laughs> just pray for me. And then I go, okay. And then three days later, I get a call from my dad. He goes, hui. And I was like, what? He goes, you know that dream that you had? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, you know what? He was like, that happened to me, but I was in your position. And I was like, what? And he was like, that happened to me in the Philippines at this time. And that person who you thought that was me, that was your grandpa. And he was like, you know what? You know why I knew that was your grandpa? I was like, he was like, why? He's like, because that, what, the day that you had that dream was his birthday. And like, um, yeah, it was like his birthday. And he was like, wait, I was like, wait, hold on. So you were, and he was like, what color was the van? I was like, green. He was like, we had a green van. He was like, there was a Yaya, what side? When you were looking at him, left side. That was exactly my memory. Like, it was like literally my dad's memory of like what happened to, to him. But I was like, it was like a switched position, mm. if that makes sense. And then, um, and then my dad was like, you need to pray for him. He's trying to tell you something. Like, he's trying to tell you something. And then I go, okay. So I, I was just, I never met him before. And so I would be like, Lola Ben, like, hello. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that you had to pass away like that. Like, you know, really young and like all this other stuff. And like, yeah, my dad was like, he's trying to tell you something. He's trying to tell you something. So um it's like even stuff like that it's like that was like definitely not my subconscious like I've never you know what I mean so then that was when my family was like oh Bettina when the ancestors come in her dreams it's for real for real you mm. know so like it's like for real <laughs> when they come in so um so yeah like that's that's how I like 
you know, like kind of communicate with them. Like sometimes it's them, sometimes it's me and like all this other stuff. And then I just like do like daily cleansing of like my energy. So Wait, like, what do you mean sometimes it's them, sometimes it's me? What's the me part? Like me sometimes? is like me like talking to them and mm. just like saying what's up, like carrying the carry like intentionally like carrying their energy with me like wherever I go. You know what I mean? Cuz I don't think honestly, even though I'm alone, I don't walk alone. Like I never I always tell people like, dude, I'm never alone. I never walk alone. Like even if I'm walking in the middle of the fucking desert or something, like I already know I got a whole team with me. You know what I mean? Like I I got a whole team of just like of just like all of my like ancestors and like all of the spirits who really care about me. Mm. So, um but it's like also I have to put in the work, right? To um to really like channel their energy with me you know what i mean so and like and like acknowledging them there and then like also honoring them there and appreciating them you know so yeah like dreams is like definitely a way on how i stay connected with them um like just like praying to them and like talking to them really helps um i also like have an altar where i like write letters to my ancestors all the time like i like write hello letters to them i haven't done it like lately um because i just like say that say it in my head but um i write i used to write hello letters to them like just cuz just like anything i'm feeling like sometimes it'd be like hey lola um yeah i had class today and like it was alright you know <laughs> like it would be like something hella simple like that or like yeah like for baon i had this and i cooked this for myself just like random stuff or sometimes it'd be like look Today like I'm energetically not feeling good. Can you please send me some help or like something like that? Like very wide range of like me talking to them, but I just treat them like they're here. How did you get into this practice? Like and this mindset and this relationship were there other family members that have similar practices or mm. what what sparked this kind of Yeah. Um my dad is like that some kind of like if somebody passes away like my dad like definitely always tells me like kind of prompts it for me like my dad's kind of like oh like they're trying to tell you something talk to them mm. like when i say like my dad like gives me advice like when these dreams happen instead of like dismissing it you know um so like that's how I kind of just like started like talking to them cuz my dad's like they're trying to tell you something go pray to them and I'm like oh, okay um but also it's just like I don't know I just feel like even like I also feel like when my daughter passed away that was like when it really hit me because like that was like like that's my daughter you know like she li- like like my It's like different when you're pregnant. I feel like like it's different when it's your kid who passes away as opposed to like any other family member because you're like really connected in like all ways. You know what I mean? So, I feel like when she passed away too, like that's that's like when I when it was like prompted that like she never like the energy was always there and I could always channel her energy, you know? Mm. And then that kind of translated it to like other ancestors who passed away cuz after my kid passed away my cousin cuz my best friend passed away and so I was able to like channel her energy like when I came you know and it, and it was because of like well one like my lola story but then like 
with my daughter when she passed away, that's when it was really like, damn, I can really channel this energy right now to um, have her with me. Mm. So, yeah. How is your are your parents religious? Or yeah, were you my parents. In a yeah, I was religious. Yeah, I was raised in like a like a super Catholic family. Like my parents were like in couples for Christ. You know, like <laughs> like you know, like the like true Filipino Catholic. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so yeah, I was like raised in like a very religious family. My my um my Lola on my dad's side, the one who passed away. Like she served the church till she died. Like. You know what I mean? Like, and like during, even like during the Marcos, like shit happening in the Philippines, like my dad would always tell stories about how she would like make hella food and like throw them to the protesters. Like that was like her way of activism and like would always be praying the rosary, like during that, during those times. And so, um, yeah, like I was definitely grow, like growing up in like a pretty, religious family and still am you know and so I carry that like spirit with me like wherever I go you know like I I definitely like don't really identify as Catholic Mm -hmm. but I mean I always pray like I always I still go to church Mm -hmm. and it's more of for me it's more of like an energy thing you know so yeah I was it's interesting to hear because I don't know a lot of religious people, at least in terms of the institution, that talk about a relationship with ancestors, mm. right? It's like, it's, it's very... Because I grew up very religious also. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but it's not... And I've been in those spaces, right? Yeah. But this practice of acknowledging ancestors, even maintaining a relationship with them, yeah. is not really something that's common. And it's interesting yeah. that your pops kind of yeah. encouraged that. Yeah, no, my pops, uh, yeah, my, my dad was very like, it's, it's interesting when this stuff started coming up for me and I was like talking to him about it because when I started telling him, he was like, He's definitely, like, very Catholic, like, you know, texts me every Sunday, like, did you go to church? Like, you didn't go to church on Sunday? Like, he'd be sad for a whole really? week. Yeah, like, super, you know, like, hello like that. And so, like, when I was telling him this stuff, like, he was, like, you know how, like, you know, in college they talk about, like, interge- intergenerational trauma and, like, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. Like, in ethnic studies, right? They'll, they'll like, say stuff like that. It was really interesting because when my dad was talking to me about it, like, he definitely doesn't know any of those terms. But, like, a lot of, like, the spiritual practices of, like, ancestry and, like, intergenerational trauma, like, he'll translate it into, like, with, like, Catholic terminology. But, like definitely super connected to ancestors like he would be like yeah Bettina like maybe they're telling you to break the intergenerational sin because you carry like this like like when you're when trauma happens like in families or like in stuff like that like that that sin carries down and in my head like I would use a different word but it's the same concept that Uh, he's thinking do you uh know what I'm saying so he goes yeah, that's why you need to talk to them and you need to pray for them because you need to break that cycle of intergener- intergenerational sin. Like, he'll say that. And I'm like, I'm like, dang, boy. I'm like, <laughs> I'd be like, dang. I'd be like, dude, that is hella cool. Like, that's cool. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people, like, you know, there's there's definitely, like, a lot of, like, 
I don't want to get too like much into like the Catholic stuff, but um, they're definitely yeah. Cause Your it, eyes just went. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into yeah. that stuff because yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely have my opinions on that, yeah, and yeah. I don't think yeah. But um, but like when my dad said that, I was like, mm, like I feel that like there are things that can never be taken away from us you know what i'm saying like there are practices that can never be taken away from us like we still hold that power like within my family and it was really interesting because my dad is very like um you know he's very like super catholic you know doesn't really think about like spirit like the whole spirituality like kind of thing but he does he just doesn't Mm. he just like says it in like a catholic terminology Mm. but not but the energy is like the same. I feel it. You know? It. Yeah, like, it's interesting. My um, mama uh, is still very religious and yeah. prays um, nightly, right? Mm. And then I remember moving away from religion after high school and like totally not into it. And mm. then learning about like meditation mm. and, and mindfulness and setting yeah. intention. And when I think about it, I'm like, that's praying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's what my mama does. Of course, yeah. there's some maybe direction, influence of a specific deity or yeah. this and that. Yeah. But it is a time where at the end of the day, you run through things of the day. You set intentions for certain people that yeah. you love. And, yeah. and I'm like, okay, that yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. No, that's hella real. Like I would, I think about that too. Like, I always think about like my power and like just how powerful I am like in terms of my energy and like how how my dad like carries the same kind of like power and energy but he doesn't like think about it as power energy he thinks about it as like God do you know what I'm trying to say like there's like it's like it's really interesting and like we do the same things it's just like in a different way or like I, for me, like you, right? You're talking about like intentions. Like I would think about like mani- like how did I learn how to manifest things in my life, you know? And then when I was like thinking about like how I manifested things in my life and like all these other things, my dad, I was like, dude, my dad actually manifests things. He just doesn't see it as like manifesting something. He just thinks of it as like declaring something that God is gonna do in our lives. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's 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 really interesting, like how it how like it the language changes but the energy is the same interesting yeah 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 that that is i can see the relevance to it especially even like in my family they would say uh just just do the work it'll be god's gift right Mm -hmm. and but you work towards something Mm -hmm. but then that's the same of like set a goal and do the work yeah right and then it's it's going to the world will give it to you or it will happen if it's meant to be yeah and in this case it is there in religion there is kind of the a structure that kind of gives it or certain patterns that have yeah been yeah and, and it has recently been something that i'm like rediscovering mm. and like re-looking into mm-hmm. because i've been on both extremes of like bible study every night yeah me too right? and then going after high school no i'm not going to church and yeah. do you know why do you know the history of the sacred text and this <laughs> all on the skin and you know da, 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 da. it yeah. was written by these people and you know how many books was added in the king james no, version real shit, like yeah. that and then just getting into deep arguments i feel that yeah and then yeah. realizing recently like okay there's something there it works for certain people mm-hmm. right and who am I to say, 
no one can tell what is here, what is after this experience. Yeah. Right? No one can. Yeah. Right? Whether you're super atheist, super mm-hmm. religious, no one knows what happens after we die. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I've recently been in like contact more so with people who are more intentional with how they live their life energetically mm-hmm. and all. Um, mm-hmm. And there's there's something to it i think yeah i, I don't know right yeah. i don't know but there's something to about living life intentionally with a greater purpose yeah right yeah no i feel that yeah that's hella funny because i was like the same way i was yeah. like yeah i was like hella religious and then i was like nah fuck the church <laughs> and then after i was like no there's a energy that both like there's an energy behind that and I want to hold on to that energy. So I do, yeah. you know, and that, that kind of just like seeps into my music a lot. So mm. the so, only, yeah. I think really when it comes down to it, the only bad part is that when bad people try to utilize it as a tool for their own control of other people. Yeah. That's, that's really it. But then yeah. when it comes down to the positive aspects like i hold a lot of the same shit in the bible like treat others with respect like how you want to be treated thinking about like what would jesus do in that sense yeah it even sounds corny when i say it (laughs) i feel myself twinge a little bit like what would jesus do oh oh, no (laughs) that's a little funny (laughs) um but yo I gotta say all those Bible studies at night because we would be forced to read it out loud yeah. and then give your opinion. Christian, what's your interpretation of the verse? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, da 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 da. <laughs> I think about it, yo, that helped my public speaking. That helped my analysis mm-hmm. of certain things. So mm-hmm. if I'm in class, I could just rip off uh, some analysis yeah. of whatever text yeah. and from reading out loud. And I'm like, okay. I, I see, I see. Yeah. I see what you did, Nanai. It's also for school. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. How do you, what's your now relationship or definition of what we've been talking about, like energy? Mm. Right? If you could a little define, because I feel, I feel that even in my own circles, mm-hmm. right, I have people who are definitely aware of like, their own actions and relationship with energy mm. some folks like there's energy healing some folks i know who've been reading like uh doing tarot readings mm. and being more intentional you'll have a little mm. bit more on the kind of materialistic side in terms of uh not money but like being intentional when you give massages and physical therapy mm. and energy movement there mm. mm-hmm. and then i also have friends on the other side like what the fuck are you talking what about? Are, what's energy? What the, what's the, okay, yeah, good vibes, fam. Yeah, energy. And then, That's a but like funny. when it comes to like, like okay, you trying yeah. to talk to another energy or something? Uh, okay, mm. just journal, fam. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Yeah, me energy. Um, yeah, I. Energy is a lot for me. Like I, I think everything is energy. That's the thing. So like when. When I like, when I like, for instance, when I rap, when I write, I'm like thinking about what is the energy behind this? Like I can, I can flow hella dope and like, I can have like the fucking like nicest rhymes, you know, like the most like, you know, just like hella lyrical. Right. But what is, what is the energy behind the words? You know? Mm. So I always like, 
I always think about that. And then, like, even, like, I do, like, a lot of, like, energetic, like, massages, you know, where I'm, like, drawing out. Like, I, I always, like, when I talk to people, that's kind of just, like, I can feel, like, if I feel their energies, like, in a certain place, um, like, I can know what part of their body, like, can like needs to release like that tension in the energy you know because like there's like yeah like you're rolling out my muscle you know what I mean like you're rolling out my muscle and like it feels nice but like I also believe that there's like a certain energy behind that too so I you know I I, I see any energy in like so many like places and things and everything and I think like I think I'm energy you know your energy like I like that's like my relationship with it is like it runs everything mm. for me you know talk to me a little bit about what you mentioned a while ago when you say you do your energy cleansing um mm. daily what does that yeah. practice look like what do you oh, how do you yeah. step by step step by step what is energy <laughs> cleansing with Bettina Francis <laughs> um so me I well also I just want to like pay like honor and like appreciation to like all like all the energies that have like been in my life to like help me be in this place like because I just I just want to say thank you to everybody um but for me okay so right now like this is what my practice looks like so um shout out though I, to your ig stories with step yeah by i know step too. by steps mm -hmm. right yeah no i'll be i'll be doing that because you know i want people to to know that like somebody is is like healing and that you could do it too like it's mm -hmm. not it's not mm -hmm a hard thing to do mm. or it's not a hard thing to do but i mean it's like it's accessible like we it's all doable. have it. it's doable yeah it's doable that's a better word so um i wake up in the morning and i so i wake up in the morning and then i have like a like i put like an intentional meditation area in my room so i can literally just like sit there because like sometimes it's like i want yeah so yeah so i sit there and then i just breathe for like two minutes yeah like I, and I do that every day no matter what like I just breathe for two minutes even if I'm late to class it's hella funny because I have an 8 a.m and it's a meditation uh. class but I come late to it because I meditate <laughs> yeah, but so, meditation class. yeah but I, I come late to it because I meditate it's all stupid but honestly <laughs> it's hella funny at the same time I'm like whatever it's good as long as I graduate you know but anyways um yeah, so I sit down, I breathe for two minutes, and I just focus, like, on my breath, and I just really feel, like, I really feel my breath, like, I feel it, and, like, I don't think about nothing else, and I just, like, really feel my breath, and then um, I kind of, I have a journal that's, like, it's, like, my intentions for the day, but it kind of stopped becoming intentions for the day, and then it, it more became, like, I would write, like, how are you doing, Bettina? Where's your energy at right now? And I'd be like, okay, these are the things that are in my energy right now. So I'd be like, dude, I'm hella mad right now. <laughs> like, Or like, I'd be like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty happy right now. Oh, I'm feeling really sad because of this. And then I would, when I would like name the feeling, I would feel where it is in my body. Like, I'd be like, okay, you're feeling angry. Where is it? I'd be like, oh, it's in my jaw when I'm locking it. Or like it's in it's in my head on my right side like right here and i would like feel that in my body and like really feel it like i would like i i would focus on the feeling of what that feels like and talk to it and say how are you doing anger like how are you doing sadness depression like everything i would i'd say how are you doing 
and I'll talk, I would talk with it, you know, because back then I wouldn't talk with it. So then I, so then I would just feel it and be like, bro, I'm hella angry right now, bro. And then I would just like lash out or something, you know what I mean? But then now I like, I feel it. And then I go, how are you? You good? <laughs> and I, I, so I do like an energetic check in of like where I'm at because I'm never going to be a hundred. You know, a lot of people, they wake up and they're like today, you know, I'm just going to say that it's like, I'm going to be happy today, you know? And that's good. Like if you want to manifest it, but like before I do that, I need to feel where I'm at because mm-hmm. I can't be, mm-hmm. I need to be honest with myself and like where my energy is so I can be happy that day, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just being like, Oh, I'm going to suppress everything and be like, yeah, I'm hella happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I just like feel it fully. And then when I feel it fully, I hold on to the things that that I know that serve my energy. And then I, I write down things that I need to release. So then I will write down like, um, like everything that I want in my energy and then things that I need to release out of my energy. And then I go take a shower in the morning. And then when I shower, I like go, I bless the water because like water knows when you're praying for it. Like... Um, so like I bless the water, even though it's like a fucking dorm room shower, but it's like fine. <laughs> and I like bless the water and it's the intention that matters. You know what I'm trying to say? So I like, I bless the water and then, um, I bless the water and I ask it to, I appreciate it. And then I ask it to cleanse like everything in my energy that I don't need in that day. So then I'll be in the shower and then I'll think about it and I'll like intentionally like it sounds hella corny but I literally intentionally like try to try to envision all of the things that don't serve my energy in that moment and should not be in my energy and then watch them just like watch it like fall off my skin, you know? And I'm like, "Okay, I'm good." And then I yeah, I get out of the shower and then after that I I write down like my um like what I want to manifest in my life. So I'm like, oh, I want to manifest this or like I am manifesting this. And then after that, I write like I am statements, like I am love, I am beauty, I'm grace, just so I can like ground myself in like where I'm at um, and like what the core of my energy is. So then I can exude that. And so I can like radiate that when I walk into a space or like when I walk into the world for that day, you know? So like, that's what I do like every morning to like cleanse my energy damn you do yeah. that consistently yeah i do that consistently every single day because if i don't that's why you got the good vibe <laughs> no because if i don't i'll be rolling up into the space not me you know what mm. i mean i'll be rolling rolling up like in a, that is not who i really am so i do that every day just because i love myself and i love the people around me and the energies around me so you know i'm trying to come correct you know mm. so so yeah that's what i do every single day if i don't do that it's not a good look um, but it's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's pretty good. How did you learn all that? Like, was there a process of finding people with advice like that, or yeah? Give me what it was like before you had this practice in place, mm. and what eventually moved you towards yeah. getting this practice. Yeah. So like the practice. Yeah. So before. Um, I would like be, I was just like not in a good place in my life. Like I was, I was like, I let everything take control, like instead of me creating my own reality. So I was just, you know, I got, I got diagnosed with like a lot of like disorders. Like I got diagnosed with like PTSD. I was like put in like a, uh, like a, like a, 
two-week like intensive outpatient therapy all these like other like just like really like not good things um uh yeah and then I got diagnosed with like borderline personality disorder like just like really like like really heavy disorders and so I was just like not in a good place like a lot of the relationships in my life were like really bad like I had a really bad relationship with like everyone in my family almost everyone in my family um like bad relationships with like partners with friends like it was just not a good thing and I I didn't want to be that way like I was like this is I was like I love myself enough to not to not want this to happen with me and I was like and I love the people around me enough to like not want this to happen Mm. to them because I know that I take responsibility for like a lot of the hurt and a lot of like Mm. the pain that was happening time frame yeah how long ago was this how long ago was this this was like happening for like just a good amount of time in my life for actually let's think like I didn't start really truly doing these things till like I would say like October or something Mm, mm. like it was pretty recent it's just like a couple couple months low-key ago Mm, you know mm. but before that I was just like really like not with it like I was just I was hella angry all the time I'll be walking in the space hella sad I'll be crying all the time didn't go to class like there's just like a like my life was just like not cool like I was like "Mm, this is not I don't I'm noticing that you know this is not this is not a good look uh, for my life right now, and which was okay, which was okay, um, because I I was able to like find like the right people in my life to help me like get where I needed to be, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then I was you know I had therapy and like that was weird and uh, like <laughs> yeah it was like really weird being in like an intensive outpatient therapy program it was like two weeks and I had to go like every single day from like a long time um and like I didn't I the only thing I learned was like this one yoga move that I still do and I <laughs> feel like one? I didn't learn anything else <laughs> from that and I was like okay which that's one cool was it? Which one did they it was do? just like it was just like they we imagine our like roots growing into the ground from oh, yeah. our feet like tree pose no i know i don't no i don't know what no. pose it was it was just like this motion like this energetic oh, okay. motion and i really liked it but that was like the only thing i learned from that therapy which is i mean that's good because i got something out of it yeah, yeah. um yeah and then i had that and then i had like um yeah and then i had like a sidekick who helped me out and like really like helped me identify like what was in my energies and stuff like through tarot and then I also just like prayed just a lot like and I and yeah I just like prayed a lot and I was just like thinking a lot about like my energy and stuff like that and then eventually like it just all started coming like in it, it wasn't like a like a moment or like an experience but it was just like an accumulation of like very of like experiences like even before I was like in this like weird space mm. like it was just an accumulation of like a lot of like spiritual practices that I've like um learned from like friends in my neighborhood and like all these other things and then I kind of like compiled it all into like one thing Mm -hmm. so then I could like do that every day and then when I started doing it every day I was like dang like I could for real like I haven't had like really bad symptoms 
for like ever since I started doing those practices, you know, which is really interesting. Like I'll go to therapy. I'll be like, I'm happy. You know, I, I would feel because like with borderline, right, your moods are like hella like this. Mm-hmm. So and I was like, like roller that coaster, roller coaster. I would be like in this like super euph- like euphoric, happy for like an, for like five minutes. And then I could all of a sudden be in like the super depressive state. And then I was just like confused. But then it was just like a lot of stuff like I couldn't. I couldn't find the balance. Mm. But ever since I started like meditating and like taking on like all these practices and like seeing a therapist who was actually like like that knew about energy and like wasn't wasn't so like you're patient and you have PTSD and borderline like I even have an issue like labeling. Yeah, yeah. That stuff. Yeah. Um like and just like seeing me as a person and like helping me energetically as a person like that's how my therapy works now um and then like also seeing that in myself and like how I energetically like are within myself I'm like dude PTSD is like just a it's just a label for practitioners or borderline that's like a label for practitioners like I started noticing a lot of my stuff like just balancing out and like me being my true core self of like Mm. love you know Mm. so yeah and it was just like a bunch of things like I had I built a whole team I I like you know I have herbs that I use I like make a lot of herb like herbal teas herbal tinctures um, because plants have energy too Mm. and like I make those things in order for like my energetic body to like be good I do a lot of like crystal work too um for to like help out my energy so yeah like I kind of it was just like a compilation of just like different little experiences that I've had like throughout my life and then there was a point where I was like I don't want to be this way so then mm. I just like made a team mm. and you know I was like let's get I was like let's get it done I was mm. like I want to be my true self I want to return home mm. so I said yeah. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. First yeah, off, yeah. Thank right? you and for holding that. For keeping a consistent practice. Yeah. Because that's legit hard to do. Mm-hmm. Right. I have so mm-hmm. many self help books and modalities and shit. Yes. The the key is all consistency. Yeah. Like, I've start I've started like hella shit of like the gratitude journal. <laughs> yeah, do it every day, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm on it. And yeah. Then fucking, like, yeah. Four weeks in, I'm like, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, You're my, like, yeah, nah. I get so hyper over like I made like these little check boxes of like daily trackers. It'll track how many yeah. times I do auto suggestion and mm-hmm. positive affirmations. How yeah. many times I do yoga and yeah. do all this shit, and then yeah. you'll see. Like I have a book, it goes three weeks strong, and then it yeah. just dies out yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely hard to ke- to keep a consistent practice, and I think what like kind of forced me into this consistency was like like seeing myself just like in the place that I was, where it was like everything like literally everything in my life was just not good Mm. like the internal stuff the external stuff like every single factor was just not good or like not where I wanted to be Mm. um that's when it kind of forced me to have that consistency because I was like dude do you want to live that life do you not want to be yourself you know it's like I always want to return like 
like it was it was the love that pushed me to the consistency you know because I was like you know every day when I wake up in the morning I want to like love myself and I want to love the people around me and in order for me to do that I gotta put in the work and if I don't put in the work then it might not be the outcome that I want you know Mm. so that's why the consistency was really important for me because honestly the consistency like it I'm like, and I'm not exaggerating with this too. Like the consistency saved me. Like it saved, like the consistency of like me doing this practice every day, no matter what I'm feeling, no matter if I'm like in the lowest of lows or if I'm the highest of highs, like the consistency saved me. Like it, it really grounded me and it saved me from like me doing a lot of things that I probably would, you know, regret later. So, so yeah, that's why, you know, I, I like, I like, like, like this practice is like what I live off of, Mm. you know? Yeah. It's very dope that you found it. Yeah, me too. I'm so blessed. Like, I'm so grateful that I was able to uh, like be in very different experiences and like being able to like, like get and attract all of these like things. So, and I like found what was right for me, which is, Mm. which is like amazing. And Mm. I'm still trying new things. So, you know, this practice might change like in a month, but the energy of the practice is always there. Mm. So, yeah. How do you, for folks who have heard the term, like your truest self, find yourself, right? We Mm -hmm. hear that a Mm -hmm. lot right Mm -hmm. what is your relationship with that in terms of like how do you find yourself Mm. because i feel that that's um even me i struggle with it sometimes i've noticed that i'm very influenced by the social circles i'm in Mm. i'm very like aware of what's going on Mm. um i'm very empathetic but Mm. the problem with that is like oh yeah i'm gonna do that too Mm. i wanna i wanna be cool at that too Right. And then but at least now I'm more aware of it. Right. Mm. But then it's a constant uh, revisiting of then. Oh, what do I want? Mm. Right? How mm. do you because you mentioned it a while ago. You were saying that these help you live out your truest self. Yeah. Right. What is that experience like? Like how would other people know that they are finding their truest self? Mm. You know, for me, like when I was, uh, like, I don't know about other people. Like, I don't know. Mm. Like, I can't, I can't really speak about like what their journey can look like because everyone's like looks differently. But I know for me, um, I know for me, like when I was finding like my truest self, I, you know, at first, I, you know, I was, like, going back to, like, my childhood and, like, how I was a kid. But then I was, like, wow, I was, like, the earliest memories I had, I was, like, a really angry, sad, couldn't control my my anger kid. Like, I was, like, you know, like, I was, like, and I was, like, okay, maybe that's not it. Maybe I shouldn't go to the past. And then, um, and then I'm, like, I'm, like, going, yeah, and then I'm, like, thinking about, like, my environment and, like, just, like, that. Uh, like that when you're talking about your environment I was thinking about like my environment and like what I grew up in and then I was like "Mm, do I want to identify as that like Mm. do I want that to be a determinant of like who I who I really really am like truly at my core and then um, and sometimes it can be sometimes it doesn't need to be Um, but then I just remember like hmm 
spending a lot of isolation like not in like the um like a lot of solitude i think solitude is mm-hmm. a better word mm-hmm. yeah like i spent a lot of time in solitude and like dude honestly like i i did that because i'm usually around a lot of people a lot and so like ever since i was a kid it was just like hella people were around me i was like playing in the neighborhood outside you know like i was always on the block like just like you know doing whatever i was always after school i would always kick it like on the block like with hella people till you know till the sun goes down like i was just like always constantly with hella people you know and every moment in my life and then there was a point where i was like i'm gonna spend time in isolation so i can really discover who i really am and i feel like a lot of people like it that's like a scary thing to do like i was really scared at first because i was like oh my god what am i gonna discover and like dude like i'm just hella sad like (laughs) you know like i was like scared of like what was inside of me and then the more that i was like in it and i like i i would spend so much time in isolation like i used to like like what would you do like i would just walk i would just walk like like really i would just go out and i start walking i don't even know where i am sometimes my friends get worried for me because they were like dude where are you like share your location yeah put that but, by my friends on <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah i would walk or i would just walk around you know i remember i read this book from rizza um from wu-tang mm-hmm. it's called um the Tao of wu the, is it the black and white cover yeah. book? It's like that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And like, and then the RZA said, like in that book, right? This hella influenced me and like my music and my spirituality. That I like love Wu Tang like a lot because of that. Like I pay a lot of homage to Wu Tang because of that. And like he said, like you know, meditation is really just you being aware of your inner self and your outer self at the same time. And so, and, like, spending yourself, like, or spending time in, like, isolation in order for you to really, like, truly discover, like, that awareness, you Mm, know? mm. So he would, like, go on, like, these meditation walks. And it it, it does stem from, like, Taoist practice, right? Um, So he would go, he would, like, in the book, he was, like, talking about how he would just, like, go around walks on Staten Island. And he would just walk around and meditate, you know what I mean? And then I was like, hmm, let me try that. So I would walk around. I just left my house and I was like walking. I was just walking just with myself, just not really thinking about nothing, just breathing and walking. And then I started to discover a lot. I was like discovering the way I would think, the way that I would feel, the way like where my heart was, like where my mind was. Like I just discovered like a lot of things. And so um, and then ever since then, like I just I spend a lot of time like isolating myself um from from the environment around me but also like like i'm not explain it like i wasn't like going up in the hills and then just like sitting down and like not caring about what was around me it was more when i say isolation and solitude i mean more of like being being super aware of like yourself and then also being aware of the world around you but just noticing and not letting it like affect like what is happening around you if that makes sense so like i would walk around and i would be in tune with the world but i also be in tune with myself at the Mm. same time Mm. and like learning how to hold both of those Mm. at the same time without Mm -hmm. them like going like this and you can't you don't know you know what Mm. i'm saying Mm. so um 
Mm. So that's so I learned that from RZA. So yeah, so that's not me. That's RZA. <laughs> and yeah, and so I pay a lot of like respect and love to like Wu Tang and appreciation to Wu Tang because of that. But yeah, and so then that's when um, I just was becoming more aware of like what was in my external, what was in my internal, not judging it, just noticing it, and then. Um, yeah, and then I noticed a lot of things about myself, and then I, and ultimately I was like, dude, like I'm love. Like that's like I was just like that's what I am. Like, like I'm love. Like I know. Like I'm love. I come into a space. I put my heart on the table. I'm like, here it is. What's up? You know, like I I went. The more I started being in that, I was like, I'm love, and I knew it. Like there's just like this ultimate knowing. Um, when it comes to like finding yourself with me, like my relationship to that, there was just like this ultimate knowing that I knew in my heart, you know, that, um, that I was love. Mm. I, that, that was it. There mm. was like no reason behind it. Like none of that. Like I just like, and it wasn't because I didn't want to dive deeper into it. I think that was just the deepest that I've ever do- dove into, mm. you know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, and then I it was like this ultimate knowing. Like it just felt so right in my body, in my spirit, in my mind, in my intuition, in my heart. I just felt it and I was like, I'm love. Mm. That's my core. Even though everybody around me like, she crazy or like, you know, saying all this stuff and I, I you know, like that happens, you know, I'm not going to deny that. That's also reali- reality. But in my, I was like, in my core, I'm love. And so it's up to me to channel that. Mm. Yeah. So that's why you like the Bob Marley music playing when you yeah. came. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, yeah. Hello. Okay. I was like, I love this song. <laughs> that's that energy. Yeah, I love this song. Well, in the spirit of that, yeah. can I have you perform a piece for us? Yes, of course. Mm. Cool. Um, yeah, let's do that that one pain track. It's actually uh, this song is actually untitled. Like I don't have a title for this yet because uh-huh. it just like it I don't know yet. I just made it like the full moon, like the the most recent full moon. I made this song. On, like, Thursday. Yeah. Uh, the Virgo one. Uh, I, have, <laughs> I have mixed relationships with that full moon. Yeah. Because I work as an RA, right? Me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's Bro, cool. when that full moon happened. These kids come to my room crying. I'm like, what's going on? And then their roommates come in That's and it's crazy. all just popping off. And uh, it's I'm a lot like of counseling stuff. like at 2 a.m. Yeah. I'm like, God damn moon. <laughs> you're like looking at the moon like, like you're what you big right yeah, now. Yeah, you're like, dude, what you doing out here? <laughs> They're like, mm, what you doing out here? Mm. Um Yes. So yeah, I wrote this at the with the full moon. Um and I I, you know, that first song that I did about my daughter, that was like me shining a lot of love onto her. Um, This one is more like, it's about her, but it's actually, no, it's, it's about the story about her, but it's more of like me. It was more of just like where I was like energetically in that, you know, because I feel like the first one is like about her. Mm. Like it was just like, this is her. And like, here's like the story that happened. And like who she was in my life, but this is like who 
I was in that time, you know? Mm, mm. Um, because I wanted to balance it out. I didn't want to be like, yeah, like I had a kid and she's hella dope and I love her and she never dies, you know? Like that's a true, that's a true <laughs> feeling. That's a true feeling. That's a good summary. Yeah. <laughs> it was, right? Yeah, it was. Like that's a true feeling. And at the same time, like I always like to see things whole. So like that's a true feeling. And at the same time, that was like one of the most like painful things in my life. Mm to have ever happened to me mm. like when my daughter passed away mm. like one of the most painful things in my life so this was like more of like the pain but also shedding like light to that pain mm. Mm. but being real with myself in this in this piece so yeah word let's hear it all right okay. <clears throat> also i didn't like I haven't performed this uh, yet, uh-huh. so if I fuck up, we can premiere. Do, 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 yeah, <laughs> Filipino garage, Francisco. It's like you sway or something, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean like not. You know, I'm. I just want to put that out there, so I'm just gonna come as I am. Word, I'm just gonna. Word, I don't right. want to say fuck up because I don't want to manifest that. But like, I'm gonna come as I okay, am with the song. Okay. Word, okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Wait, let's do a pause. Yes. I'm gonna use the restroom real quick. Yes, and perfect. And that can help you also settle into. Okay, sounds it. good. Hey, that's a good. That's a good competition, it though. Is. You it's know. Fun, but yeah. It's also testing me a lot. Yeah. Of like where my point of laziness <laughs> is. Yeah. And how I feel about competition mm. and like. Mm. And it's like making me just want to say, fuck it to my knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little weak, dude. Okay. So we yeah. got pain. Yes. <clears throat> this moment mm. seems like it will never Can you turn it down end. just a little bit? Never yeah. End. There we go. Yeah. You can't face the day. Mm. Look. Mm. When did this pain begin? Little itty baby with the brown skin Biggie eyed listening to Pac in the room Almost every night falling in love with the spring In the summertime why'd you have to leave In the fall coldest winter nights Body aching breaking down into tears Body missing you wish I could hold you dear Body so weak couldn't move up from this grief I kept thinking how you left so soon I wish you lived past three I wish I could've seen you growing up with all the kids I wish I could've gave you all the life you want to live Then my mama started crying Crime when she heard her little baby had a little baby in her and that little baby dying I'm so caught up in the visions of the shame for my family carry her little baby like she reeking impurity I was caught up in the fear I forgotten how to love I was young and afraid that my God rose you up this mm. moment look mm. seems like it will never end never Pain begin. Look, pain mm. begin. Mm. Then 
the rise to the morning never ended I really fucking miss you I'm mourning at your deathbed Saturday morning at my baby daddy crib Laying down praying God can you take care of my kid It's ingrained in her name that she risen So can you please give her everything that I couldn't Can you even send me there so I can feel her presence Cause this pain is just too much I just wanna go to heaven to see her But then she said she saw me and she risen She saw me and she giving me the love I was missing Still grieving but you bring this heaven now Yeah you go wear your halo like a crown You my little princess precious Rich like the gold on dad's necklace Wake up to your love every breakfast In the heavens like you never left us Yeah you never left us Cause you always left us this heaven Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. Hella I'm grateful. honored. Yeah. Can you tell me um, when you started writing mm. and rapping and all that? Um, <laughs> so I was like, I like grew up in hip hop. So when I was like younger, um, like the thing to do in my neighborhood was just like, you go to see the B-boys, like you mm. hang out at the Cyphers. Um, was this, even, let's do a little logistical thing. Was this yeah. in San Jose? Yeah, this was in San Jose. So, um, this was in San Jose. Um, you know, a lot of my friends, like they were breakers, even if you weren't breaking, like you would just go just to like kick it with your friends. Like yeah. that's like what you would do. So I would like always be around like break beats. Like, you know, that was like what I grew up around, like a lot of break beats, um, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, and I, I was, like, I was, like, in that since, like, I was, like, dude, like, in the, what, fourth grade, fifth grade, like, I was really young, and then, um, and I was just, like, hang out there, that was just, like, the thing I was around, the thing to do, you know, and then, yeah, and then when I came to, like, high school, um, I went to, like, a private school, so I wasn't in my neighborhood anymore, and I was hella mad, like, I was, like, dude, I told my parents, I was, like, dude, I don't want to go, but then my parents were, like, dude, like, your sister went, like, mm. you know, you have to go to Donald's, like, all right, for sure, <laughs> and then when I was there, I, like, hated it, like, I was, like, hated being there, I felt really different from everyone else, like, people were, a lot of people were, like, like, they grew up in private school, so it was, like, it was like normal for them to kind of just like be you know do be in that space yeah. but me i was like always in trouble i had like grade probation like it was just like a lot but I, me i was like dude like i feel like i'm not even doing anything like i wasn't even like hella pressed about the situation i was just like i'm not i was like i'm not doing anything i'm just kind of like here you know and then um so when that so when that started happening right like i was just like writing a lot about like how I was feeling and like all of this other stuff and like um hip-hop was like like I always listen to hip-hop music you know like that was like the most consistent and it still is the most consistent like genre that I listen to like hip-hop and R&B and neo soul like those are like the most mm, consistent yeah. like things I've listened to ever since I was like hella young you know and so like I was just so I would just like write about a lot of things and then I started doing like a lot of poetry like um 
I I don't know how I, honestly I'm not, I'm not even too sure how that happened but I started doing like a lot of um like spoken word and just like poems and all these other things and then would you perform it? Would you share it with folks? Nah, I don't know what happened but I just remember like there were so many times where I was gonna perform it at like a youth speaks open mic, but every mm. time the day before I would get sick, so I like I obviously couldn't perform anything. So I just like never really like performed it anywhere. I would like perform it in front of my friends, right? And then um, there's this one time when like I would just like write and stuff, um, but because I grew up around hip hop, a lot of my writing was like very hip hop influenced. Mm. And then there's this one time when I um, like. I was with my my baby daddy and this was like before I was pregnant though I was just like dating him and I he like also wrote poetry and then we were like write, but he also raps and then we would like write stuff and then one time I wrote this like one thing and then I said it to him and he was like dude you know that has a flow right and I was like what you mean and he was like that has a flow like when you write, like, you have a flow to your poetry that's rapping. And then I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, you're kind of right. And so then I, like, started putting on beats. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that flows. And I mean, like, it was interesting because, you know, I would just, like, rap just, like, with my friends. That's, like, a joke. Like, it was, like, not like we were saying, like, bad, like just, like, weird things. It was more of, like... I would be in the car with my friends in San Jose, like in high school. And then uh, I would like be in the car with them and like all these other things. And then my friend would just be like, put on a beat. And then we would just like rap about like, we were just like, you know, hella go in. And those are like the same friends that like would kick it out, like the B-boy, mm. B-girl. So you like, still places. stayed in touch with the folks even yeah, if you were in. Exactly. So I like stayed in touch with them. So I basically like grew up around it. And so like, when I, when I was in high school, I, like, wanted to stay in touch with my neighborhood because I was, like, in a private school and, like, I didn't really connect with a lot of people there. I connected with a good amount, like, with some people, but not, like, I just felt like my experience was very different from a lot of people's experiences there. So I would just, like, go, you know, like, me and my friends, we would just, like, rap and it was, like, for fun. And then that kind of just, like, meshed into my poetry writing because I didn't think about writing raps. I just thought about writing poetry and then all of a sudden my poetry started flowing mm. because I was, like rapping with my friends every night you know what I mean and then yeah and then my baby daddy was like yeah that has a flow and I was like oh you're right actually so ever since then I was like I was like put on some beats and I'll start rapping and I'd be and then at party <laughs> I just remember like at parties like people were like trying to cipher all the time and like I would like always hop in like I would always hop in a cipher and so that's when I started like actually like writing like raps you know and I, I was like writing spoken words like here and there too and I was I was doing that a lot um but when I wrote raps it felt like I was more in my element than spoken mm. word because when I I remember like performing some spoken words I like some open mics and then I would do it and then like I would feel like not my hundred percent like I would do it a hundred percent but then I'm like no nah, I like flowing like I like rhythm and I think it's because it's like that's what my heart feels mm. like I always I always think about like the beat of the heart you know mm. and like when I think about the beat of the heart like I always just think about like a flow like I always mm. think about hip-hop so mm. so yeah and then that's how I started like really writing my raps and stuff and I still write now so when yeah. did you start performing when I start performing um well <sighs> 
Shout out to your twin. Yeah, shout out to Maverick. Shout out to Maverick E. Go check out his music right mm. quick. SoundCloud Maverick E. Um, I love him. I love that dude. I saw him yesterday. I was hella happy. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, so um, performing. Hmm. So yeah, it was with Maverick actually. I started performing with Maverick. And um, I never like performed on my own unless it was like a spoken word, actually. So mm. me and Maverick were like in it together. And so Maverick, I met Maverick in Soma uh, because I worked at West Bay. Shout out to West Bay. West Bay. Yeah, shout out to West Bay Filipino Center. You, uh. you already know, like that's that's like uh, amazing work. Um, I love I love that place with all my heart. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, I met him at West Bay because I was working there, and then. The, um, while you were going to school? While I was USF? going to school at USF. So I, I worked there. Um, were you studying, then, by the way? USF? Yeah, I was. I was. What are you studying? Oh, what am I studying? Critical diversity studies and Filipino studies. Dope. Yeah. So Dope. basically like ethnic studies, but it's like also inclusive of gender too. So Dope. yeah. So then me and Maverick, you know, um, like um, like I brought that ciphering thing like like when we were at West Bay, like people were like, oh yeah, like Maverick raps and then you rap. And I was like, then let's cipher. You know, I kind of brought like that energy that I had in my neighborhood. And then we, me and Maverick kind of like meshed it, like, you know, and so like, um, and it wasn't just Maverick too. It was like hella, like a lot of the other youth, you know, like EP, like there was just like a mm-hmm. lot of the other mm-hmm. youth that were there who also rapped too. And like even youth that like didn't really like rap rap, they just like did it for fun, you know, and that was really fun. And so, you know, that was like my first day at West Bay. I like remember that really? like vividly. I remember so. like people snapping it and was like, yo, that's hella funny because a lot of people in that neighborhood, they're so talented. They do mm-hmm. a lot of and do a lot of things, you know, like not just rapping, but like even producing, like, mm-hmm. you know, so a lot of, a lot of people in that neighborhood. So like when, so it kind of just like meshed well, you know what I mean? It kind of meshed well. Cause it was like in my neighborhood, we were also like in the hip hop, like art. And then in, in theirs, like there was two. And so like when we came together, it was like natural, I guess, you know? So it just like flowed. Right. And so yeah, and then Maverick was like, yo, we need to work on a song. I was like, yeah, for sure. So then one time in summer, you know, we just like started writing music together. He would throw on a beat after work. We would just write. We'd start rapping, you know. And then, yeah, and then after that, like Maverick. Maverick is actually the person who like put me on to like doing mm. rap shows. Mm. Um, like I never really thought about it that much, like I mean, I always, like, wanted to be a rapper. Like, that was, like, my dream. But, like, I... Yeah, but I was just, like, not yet. I was, like, I'll I'll just be Jay-Z and blow up when I'm, like, in my late... Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) in my late 20s. You know? And I was, like, not yet, though. Not yet. (laughs) And then, um, like, I don't want to be... I don't want to rock a stage yet, you know? And then... Yeah, and then Maverick, you know, he performed up his Stahan. And, yeah, Maverick performed up his Stahan. And he was, like, you should, you know, you should... Slide, slide up with us did and I'm like yeah sure so um you know I, we wrote like a song with EP what you hating on and then yeah and then ever since then like me and Maverick have been doing shows and then because I had like that show exposure with Maverick like you know people were like recognizing me as like mm-hmm. an artist and then 
Yeah, and then I started rocking stages. And you did a recent event that I caught my eye, the Pinai one. There was like an all, wasn't there? An oh all yeah, Pinai? so that was actually Versol's. Uh, shout to yeah, yeah, shout to Versol. Yeah, shout to Versol. Um, love you, sis. Like mm. you, you really have like an amazing, like amazing music out there. So yeah, it was Versol's uh, Soul Rise. Like that was her album uh, release party, and she asked me, I hella remember, dude. Like. <laughs> She, yeah, I remember it was the day after my birthday. It was like December 14. I wake up, right? And it was my 21st birthday. So I was like out drinking with Maverick like mm. the night. Like me and Maverick were out drinking till like four in the morning or something or five <laughs> oh in the God. morning. I know. And then um, I wake up and then I'm like, because I'm, I'm really, I used to be really insecure about my rapping because um, like I just didn't think I was like good enough. That's not a thought process that I want. Like, that's a thought process that I'm releasing right now, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I kind of, like, because... And then I she sent a text, like, oh, do you want to open for me? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think I, I'm ready, you know? And then I meditated. I did, like, my whole meditation thing. And then, like, when I was meditating, I was like, fool, like, what do you mean you're not ready? Like, you have everything that you need. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, you're gonna, you, need, you need to put in some work, but you have everything that you need, mm-hmm. you know? And then I go to myself i'm like you right hey. <laughs> and then i text her back and then i go and i go just kidding <laughs> i was like i think i can pull something by the time i was like just kidding and she was like okay dope yeah <laughs> and then um yeah and then so then i started like putting in the work and i honestly like if i had to be real like Shout out to Verso because that show like really pushed me as an artist and like seeing like if this is something that I I truly like want to do and if like the illusions and the narratives that I made about myself as like a rapper like oh you're not good enough or like oh people won't listen to you because you're like you you talk about like like different things or like all this other stuff like I was like um, seeing like if those narratives were like gonna you know kind of like take over control of like my love for the art Mm. and like the love always obviously pushed through so Mm. so yeah and then I opened for her and it was really fun like I had a really good time um I like yeah and so that was like my most recent like show which was like pretty dope so yeah dope yeah it was dope it's cool to hear the journey yeah the the shifting mindset to like embrace your own capabilities and yeah believing it in your craft yeah it's because a lot of people in my neighborhood like in ciphers like i knew because i was a girl it it was different for me like um like like a lot of guys would not listen to me and they would just like like I'm going in like let's say like I'll be going in I'll be going hella in and then they would be on the side like uh uh you know like like kind of interjecting themselves and not really like listening to what I gotta say Mm. and like paying respect to that but then they would like do that to like all the other guys in the cypher you know because a lot like there's nobody like a lot of the girls in my neighborhood like they none of them rap they all sing or if if they are like in the art they all sing um, like nobody like really like raps like that so like that's why um, it or they do poetry you know so that's why it's like it was like I was like the only girl in like 
like in all guy things happening and like my guy friends are like very talented like don't get me wrong like they are so amazing and talented it was just like um like the atmosphere was just very like I just didn't really feel like I was good enough or Mm. like when I would say things I would come I would like come from like a different angle than they would and so it was just kind of like whoa type of thing and I kind of like was affected by that like a lot and I like took that in and I made narratives about myself that like dude nobody's gonna listen to your rap music (laughs) like da 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 and I was also in a place too where I didn't even like allow my heart to speak it was just my mind like i was just i was also in a place where i was like i'm just trying to be like the the dopest lyricist out there did mm. so i rap about like you know because i i'd like you know when i was like young and stuff young and dumb i would like smoke weed every day hot box the civic you know civic. <laughs> like with my friends Hello, <laughs> <laughs> like a old a old 90s civic and then <laughs> and then and I would just like write about like smoking weed, but then the the lyricism was like on point, you know, the flow was like on point, but the heart, the energy behind it was like it wasn't there. There was a blockage between my heart, my mind, and my expression. Mm. Like there was a blockage between all those three things. So then, I was like, cause and and I remember this because I remember some I was like rapping at a party, and then somebody was like, "Bro, you should come through to the studio." Da da da. So I go to the studio, right? Go to the studio, and then I I record the song, and then <laughs> this guy was like, <laughs> this guy was like, "Dude, what you be rapping about?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Dude, like I want to hear like." Your, I want to hear the heart behind your spoken words. But you're over here just rapping about weed. Da, 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 posting up on the blog. Like, that's all you're rapping about. And I was like, dang. And then I remember going to the park that day. And I was like, that's hella real. Like, I was looking at all my raps on my book. Mm. And I was looking at all of them. And I was like, oh, my God. These are, like, not... Like, my heart's not in this. It's mm. just, like, talking about me kicking in the neighborhood. Like, doing dumb shit. Like, that's all I rapped about you know i just cared about the lyricism and the thing and i was like no it's the heart so then um so yeah and then and then that also like made me kind of feel like uh like i really need to focus on my craft and the heart and the energy that i put behind my craft and then when i would write it just never felt right and this happened for like years you know like this happened since like i was like a like a like 16 or something you know Mm. i'm 21 now this happened for like years where i was just like oh my heart's not in this and then i realized in my head i was like yo i need to heal myself before i even write something Mm. i was like i need to Mm. heal i was like i need to heal myself before i write something because my heart is really not my heart and the energy behind this is like just really not with it right now because Mm. i didn't really like like i i didn't heal so my heart's not coming out the energy's not coming out in the way that i want to you know so then that's why i took like a really long time just healing and not writing because i knew because like i wanted to be a rapper you know i was like dude i'm trying to rap like i really want to do that and like um i just knew i was like i need to heal myself before of course like nobody's like gonna be entirely 110 percent healed but like i was like i need to be in a in an energetically good place before i write anything because that that what that guy said at the stew was hella real like like he was like dude like what you writing about <laughs> you know what's the energy behind that where's the heart in it and mm. i was like mm, you're right Damn, so then i started who, like added you yeah <laughs> yeah no really yeah. really and i appreciate hey, that's that good. Yeah, you because need those. i the, i was i really appreciate that because i went i just remember going to the park and i was just sitting down in the park and i was like 
I was like, yeah, I need to heal myself. So then that's, I just started my journey of just like healing and like all this other stuff. Mm. So, and then when I started writing music, when I was like in a more healed place, it was like so much more like, wow. Mm. Like it was so much more like, this is it. You know, mm. like the song I just did. Mm-hmm. Like I was like this, I think that's one of the best songs I've ever written, honestly. Like mm. I was like, this is it. Like this, this is the energy behind it. You know, I could have dope, like I, I got I got some like little dope, like little dope lyrics in there, but like the energy behind it, you know, was like real. Mm. So, and like in a better place and in a, in a, like the energy was really, there mm. present mm. um so yeah that's how i that's kind of like my journey and like writing and word stuff. where do you see yourself taking it in terms of Ooh, music and your yeah. creativity you right. know um are you I, a junior right now yeah i'm a junior yeah. in college yeah. right now yeah so i'm gonna be graduating next year hopefully <laughs> um so yeah, with this music, like honestly, I want this to like be my career for mm. um like I I really do want this to be my career. However, I don't want it to be my career yet. Like I I want to like rock stages and like keep writing music and like healing and like doing those things, but like I don't see myself doing that for like uh like a like in the far uh, ish future, you know. Mm. Um, but and How that, come? like, what are you trying just to cause, do in the interim between? Just because like? I, w- I want to continue healing, and mm. I want to continue like, um, yeah, I just want to continue healing. I want to continue like. Um, like knowing my energy more and like how to channel it in like different ways and like stuff. So I'm like definitely doing a lot of work with it, but a lot of like internal work for now. And I've been doing a lot like long internal work. And I've also just been like studying, like I've been studying since I was like 14, like studying, like just studying like artists and studying hip hop. And um, I I have a lot I I want to learn. And so I'm just kind of like taking in a lot of things right now. And then simultaneously, like, trying to make um, music that best represents, like, my energy. And I also see myself, like, the intention behind why I rap and I rock stages and I want to do that stuff is because, like, I want, like, I want to create a space of healing for myself and for everyone around me, you know? Because I've seen how I have... I'm very powerful. I know that like my energy like kind of holds like this it's like a it's like a very powerful energy like and I I can recognize that. You know, I see that. I notice that within myself. Um but it depends also like how I channel it. So I sometimes like, I can ruin like things like mm. you know, like I if I if I channel my energy to do that, I can like that can happen. You know what I mean? And I've seen it happen before where I just like ruin myself, ruin everything around me. You know what I mean? And then um, but then I was like, oh, well, if that's also the case, that means that I can like heal and love like myself and everything around me. Mm. Right. So, um, that's kind of like the shift that I did before. Um, like I was like making all this music and then, um, yeah. And so my intention was just to like create that space for like love and like for healing, um, like when I'm on a stage, you know, I'm not there. Like, I'm not like everyone has like their different intentions for rapping or like rocking stages and like, you know, doing what they do. But for me, it's like really creating like the space of like healing. Cause when I write these songs, like, yeah, they're about me, but I, I channel 
a lot of energies of people who had stories like me, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like, um, and so like, that's, that's what I keep in mind. I also keep in mind, like the other people around me, not, not in the terms of like, oh, like what's trending right now or like what, do, what, what sounds good to the ear, what people like, but I, um, I take on a lot of people's energies and like, in order for me to like you utilize it in the best way i like i like rap about my my life and my energy so then it can also help heal theirs Mm. as well while Mm. i'm simultaneously healing mine Mm. and like greeting both of those with like love you know what Mm. i mean so that's like my intention behind like rapping is like healing Mm. and loving like creating those spaces so other people can go through healing just as you have yes you are going yes that's like my number one intention when it comes to to rapping you know yeah that's why i like versus show like i I was like, you know, I want to like, I was just like telling everyone, I was like, dude, everybody say I am like, I am love, you know, like, you know, MCs like they can say things like, hey, everybody say hip hop. And then people say it, people mm-hmm. say hip hop, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, dude, imagine like when I see that, I'm like, dude, imagine if if everyone in the crowd said like, I am love. Like, that's like so powerful. You know what I'm saying? Like hip hop, saying hip hop is cool. You know, you like, you're like, ooh that's a little fun you know and then in my head i'm like dude imagine if like i could go on stage and be like everybody like say i am love and then everyone says that like that's powerful for people Mm -hmm. to just say it you know and so i was like i like i want to foster that and i want to like grow into that more and like channel that energy more like Mm. in the more stages that i like will go on you know so yeah word i can't wait I know, me I too. Can't I wait. can't wait. I can't mm. wait. It's going to be dope. So you don't consider yourself a poet? Uh, uh, like that label? Or you do, do you still write poetry, like spoken word style? No, I, yeah, no, I don't really write poetry anymore. Mm. Uh, because I just like, like I was saying how, like I would write spoken words and I was like, oh, that's not it. Mm. And then when I would when I would rap, I'd be like, dude, I'm in my element when I'm mm. rapping. Mm. Like, I'm in mm. my element. Mm. So like, yeah, so that's that's why I don't really consider my. I used to, but now I'm like, eh, I don't. I don't really write poetry anymore. Mm. Yeah. Before we close out with my with certain questions that I like to ask. Yes. Can we please have one more performance? Yes, of course. Yeah. So this this one is called like um, this one's called Ain't No Stopping Me, and like how I was t- t- saying like how I wanted to be like in a more healed place, like. I used to think like, dude, like better days, like, you know, they're hella far away from me. Like they're somewhere in the future. Like I know better days are there, but it's somewhere in the future. And then when I started healing myself, I was like, oh, hell no. They're right here right now. Today's a better day. Mm. Today's always a better day. And so mm. this is just kind of like a declaration or like a breakthrough song for like when I was like going through hella shit. And like this is like a breakthrough song of like me and like my healing and like me owning my power, you know, mm. so. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get it. Ain't no stopping. Yup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, look. Mm. Ain't no. Mm. Look. Mm. And the go like. 
There's really my flow, I keep it going backwards I'm hitting out the corner like the store selling backwards I light up my incense, go move out that nonsense I still got an illness, but still I go kill this Beat it so deceptive, got me analyzing Waving while I'm preaching like I'm reverend And I'm pouring out confessions Changing definitions, shifting power while we speaking Introspecting all my weakness and no caffeination needed Seated at that right hand while all y'all got left Got my real ones on deck, faking Still get me pressed, looking like the kid Straight up just got out of bed But my soul on right, rested like being Instead, I got problems of one of them and me. I got it all of me to be reaching for my dreams. Thanks to the universe for people on my team. We out here manifesting our whole reality. You see, better days, they ain't coming cause they already here. Living in my happy, for real, uh. Better days, they ain't coming cause they're here. Living in my happy, for real, ain't no stopping me. Nope, ain't no stopping me. Ain't no stopping me. Nope, ain't no stopping me. Ain't no stopping me, nope, ain't no stopping me Better days, yeah, they already here Cause backwards was a place I used to be Flowing against the current, fighting demons See, I got that PTSD on my mentee Mix that with that borderline personality Filling rooms with all this hella heavy negativity Unhealthy living got me thinking, where am I meant to be? This ain't my true self, and I know that's facts Cause I be flowing over backwards to the burdens of the past That's a nonsense that I've been really trying to release But sometimes that shit really taking over me But if y'all don't believe me, I believe in myself Everybody makes mistakes, praying for little help I'm so destined for greatness and name The mess in the process, be patient, just wait The flow will go forward, the feeling insane Will fade with the rest of them, healer and name The flow will go forward when I meditate And everything I wanted ain't too far to get, I'm still destined for my greatness, living in abundance. Only blockage that I really had was myself. Better days, they ain't coming cause they already here. Living in my happy, for real, uh. Better days, they ain't coming cause they here. Living in my happy, for real, ain't no stopping me. Nope, ain't no stopping me. Ain't no stopping me. Nope, ain't no stopping me. Ain't no stopping me. Nope, ain't no stopping me. Better days, yeah, they already here. Ain't no stopping us, ain't no stopping us. Better days, yeah, they here, cause we looking up. Ain't no stopping us, ain't no stopping us. Better days, yeah, they here, cause we looking up. Ain't no stopping us, ain't no stopping us. Better days, yeah, they here, cause we looking up. Ain't no stopping us, ain't no stopping us. Better days, yeah, they already here. Look. Hey! Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no stopping Bettina Francisco. Oh, no, nobody's stopping me. Ain't nothing. Is this the one you performed? Uh, at Versos? No, at with Ma- uh With Mav? Yeah? No. No, I no. Oh. No, okay. this is the yeah, this is like my song. Yeah. Me and Maverick have a couple songs too, but Dope. Yeah. <laughs> what is um your creative process now? How do you write like um do you just sit down with a beat at a specific time? Do you wait for inspiration? Yeah. Like, do you try to discipline yourself to write all the time? What's it look like? Yeah, so, um, you know, my process is changing. But right now, it's I meditate for a long time, like days. I'll med- I mean, I meditate every day, but like I'll take time to meditate just like just just to sit and be and see what's in my energy. And then... Um, and then I'll write for like 20 minutes <laughs> because I meditated so much that I'm able to like truly channel the energy behind 
the words mm. that I'll like write the song in 20 minutes and then I'll and then I'll kind of just like move stuff around and like all that stuff for like an hour and then like practice it and like go over it so that's like um, actually majority of my writing is like not me writing it's actually me meditating before mm. I write and then like a, a good chunk of it is just like I think 60% of like my writing process my creative process is like 60% is meditating the other the like 20 is like writing and then the other 20 is like practicing and like reshifting everything around mm. yeah so majority of it is just like the energy behind it what do you do for meditation is there a certain style like you know we have mindfulness you mm -hmm. know there's mantra there's mm -hmm. like just focus on breathing is mm -hmm. there a certain thing that i actually you do? do all three of those <laughs> yeah i do i just do a lot of different meditations like i do like a shower meditation i do like this like releasing yoga meditation i do like um i don't know i just i do like like meditating with crystals like i just do like a lot of them like whatever feels right to me in the moment uh. Like I'll just like do it. So yeah, I even I like have aura sprays and I like will spray them and I'll like meditate and feel the energy with that too. So uh -huh. yeah, just like a like anything that feels right for me in that moment, like I'll do it. So you have a glow right now. Yeah, that's a little bit different. I think after you perform. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, I did a podcast with MC Zuko, mm -hmm. and then he was telling me at one point. In the podcast, he was like, you know, you're glowing right now, like to me. And I was yeah. like, what? what? And then I think I've been seeing it more in certain people. Like mm. when there's like, there's a certain amount of energy boost mm -hmm. that comes. Yeah. And it's it's something tangible, real, but also yeah. at the same time, not tangible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, definitely. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think actually, I don't know if this is also just me wishful thinking, but I feel that I'm very attuned to energy yeah. and reading folks. Yeah. Especially reading and more so to see where they're at because then mm. I'll want to reach out to them if they're not mm. in a good place mm. like that. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's like in a social situation, mm. if somebody is more like you can see a little more reserved and mm -hmm. kind of held back. I'm a little more pulled to say hi to them mm. and like to like interact with them and mm. all. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. My brother, he mm -hmm. did like shit in the Philippines of like opening up his third eye when he was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Like and doing things with shamans and mm -hmm. um, like clearing homes of spirits mm -hmm. and stuff. Because I found his old journal in this mm. old wooden little chest. And I was mm -hmm. like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. Like talking about taking a chicken in the room oh, and the blood and yeah. everything. And then it was so surprising because right now he's totally on the opposite end of mm. that. Like not doing anything, not uh. talking about energy or mm. like third eye or anything. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting to see that. To see the Yeah, the to see the change. And mm. I'm very interested. And he doesn't talk shit about it. Yeah. Right? He doesn't like, he's just like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh -huh, yeah, that happened. Oh, you looked into my journal. Ha -ha. <laughs> But like, in the journal, yeah. some real strong shit. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. That's very interesting. If you could now reflect on 
your younger self, your journey, right? Yeah. And also extrapolating to maybe uh, folks who have similar experiences as you. What are three pieces of advice that you would give oh. <laughs> to either your younger self mm -hmm. or, or somebody who relates with your story and your mm -hmm. energy in mm -hmm. that way? I think one piece of advice is... Mm, I think one piece of advice that I have, especially for like, this is actually more directed towards the people who like, um, who like I channeled, who I channel energy for when I write these songs. Mm. Um, especially the songs about like my daughter passing away. Um, I just want to say that babies know everything. <laughs> mm. And they love you. Um, they know they know everything and they hold everything and they they love you very much and they will always be with you no matter what mm. yeah yeah that's like one piece of advice that I always want to say to people who like had a very similar experience to me and then just like to my younger self you know I would say Wow, to my younger self, I, I would say, like, just, like, let your heart flow. Like, let it flow. Let it flow out. Let the, let the love, like, really flow in and out and, like, have that, like, that wave motion with your, with your love um, and your heart because your heart is very powerful. Mm. Yeah, your heart is very powerful and it holds a lot of, um, of magic and power in this world and, the energy that it has with it so let it flow in the ways that it needs to flow mm. yeah and then um instead of like blocking it and having that blockage and then and then a piece of advice another piece of advice i'll give to my younger self <laughs> sorry i'm just laughing because i'm like i'm literally envisioning myself like talking to my younger self and i was like hella cool lit like i was hella like i was hella cool lit so i'm just like looking at myself and, like <laughs> like i'm just looking at myself like girl what you doing <laughs> but i think another one too is just like um like always let your love lead everything mm. like always let your love lead everything and when you do that, you will always return home. Mm. That's like, I think that's like the realest advice I want to give to my younger self. Yeah. What if it's hard to, like when you're in a situation to give that love, mm. right? Where you don't necessarily feel like that you want to love someone mm. when you're like interacting or as... Or you might even feel low on a love to give. Mm, mm. You know, I was feeling that way, um, like, very recently. And um, I realized that myself in those moments, what I think in my head... And I mean, this is different for everyone, too, right? This is just, like, how I deal with it. Um, I noticed that in my head, I'm like... <laughs> In my head, I say, I tell myself, you know, like, even though you're low on energy, that energy is still there. You just got to replenish it, nourish it. And when I find myself, like, not really, like, wanting to love somebody, 
um i let i let myself know you know that's okay because that's the capacity that you have in that moment mm. and that's okay mm. you know who knows what the journey is gonna look like but just nur- keep nourishing your heart and then you'll see who you're gonna love you know mm. and you, you're gonna see where your capacity goes with that when you keep nourishing your heart so like when i feel low on love and like i'm like dude i'm not trying to like love out here i'm not trying to love these people you know they don't deserve my love you know when i'm when i'm thinking that way I tell myself, like, okay, let me, like, let me nourish my love for myself first, and then I'll see where that goes. Mm. I'll see where it flows. And then usually when I do that, I end up loving hella people. <laughs> like, I, I, I end up, when I nourish the love that I have for myself and, like, understand myself and have that unconditional love for myself, I always find myself in positions where, like, when I'm when i would be like bro this person don't deserve my love i like would look at them and i would like greet them with unconditional love because i would be like i see a lot of myself in you mm. you know so yeah that's what usually what i do when i um when that happens to me yeah word thank you for sharing yeah because i think especially i would say in a culture that's not as community based where it's a lot of individual based mm. in the US mm-hmm. like individualistic yeah right it's hard to uh live that kind of mentality yeah, out is. consistently mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. cuz there have been moments where i feel really connected with the idea of kapwa of mm-hmm. seeing everybody as me mm. as if we're all i like this one metaphor where we're all really one big octopus looking thing and Mm. each individual is just a tentacle Mm. that has reached out or we're all leaves on the same tree it's just branched off in different ways yeah definitely though it's hard to maintain that thought and that pattern of living Mm. on the day-to-day when everything comes grinding in with school Mm. with work responsibilities Mm. ups and downs of emotions Mm -hmm. and then instagram and social media all the influx of that Mm. right but from what you've shared so far Mm -hmm. it sounds like there's a lot of merit and beauty and grounding in meditation yeah and looking into yourself and yeah. then finding what authentically works for you yeah no definitely yeah that's why i appreciate you telling your story <laughs> Whew, i'm gonna go meditate right now fam <laughs> you're like over here like kind of like, like check <laughs> <laughs> over here like, <laughs> like trying to breathe okay uh today is the 23rd i think so 24th Oh, I'm so in the moment, I forgot the date. That's good. Okay, 24th. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Let's see once this episode airs, Mm -hmm. if I've been able to consistently meditate. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do that as a challenge. And then we'll, I'll check in with you. Cool. I'll check in with you and we'll see. You can even do like two minutes a day. Word. You know? I feel it. I know. It's so easy to do it. You just sit, you breathe, you feel. But but I don't. It's so short to do, but I don't. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's let's like, see let's see what you could be doing. Yeah. I think it, you mentioned it in this last piece of verse. Yeah. Where the only block I oh, had the, was myself. Yeah, the only block is that I really had was myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel preach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, real talk.
God, because I was like, shit. I was like, dude, nothing blocking me. Like, it's just me who blocking me. That's you know? Shit. Yeah, that's why I put that as the last line. Mm. You know? Yeah. Do you have any uh, that message? Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to anyone. Shout out to anyone? Yeah. Oh, that's hard because I love shouting out hella mm. people. <laughs> but I just want to say a hey, shout out to Mavi E. You know, that's my twin. I love him a lot. Like, you know, his birthday was hella recent. So, and it's his, I mean, it yeah, it was pretty recent. So shout out to him. Um, I'm happy that I got to see him live to 21 and celebrate mm. his life. Mm. Yeah, shout out to Mavi E. I love you. Um, shout out to my family. I saw my sister yesterday. Shout out to my sister. It's so hard to shout out people because I'm like, <laughs> I love so many people. Uh -huh. And I'm just like, dang, dude. Like, I just want to shout out everybody. And the hip hop way is to shout everyone I out, know, that's right? the thing. <laughs> and then, yeah, and I want to, you know, shout out to Justice. You know, Justice has been holding it down for me. Thank you. I love you and I appreciate you. Um, shout out to, like, my mom, you know. Shout out to my mom, shout out to my dad, shout out to my brother, my sister, um, for being my family. You know, shout out to my baby girl, Leah. Um, she was always with me, and I love you very much. Shout out to my cousin, shout out to my Lola. Mm. Just, like, all my family. Shout out to all Shout out to all my family in the Philippines, like, for holding it down. Um, yeah, just, like, shout out to... Hello, people. Shout out to pe people at my school. Shout out to my sister, Lauren. You know, it was her birthday recently, too. Shout out to her, you know, for holding it down for me, like, spiritually and energetically, um, you know. And just, wow, yeah. I Yeah, just shout out to everybody who on my team. Like, I really appreciate you all. Shout out to Zarina, my manager, holding it down energetically and with the and and giving me advice when I need it the most. <laughs> shout out, yeah, shout out to hella people who really on my team. Um, and you and everyone, even if I didn't say your name, like all y'all know who you are. Yeah. So um, I'm sending you all that love right now. So how, thank you. How can people get in touch with you? Um, so my Instagram is Bettina, B-E-T-T-I-N-A dot Francisco, like San Francisco. Um, yeah. So reach out to me there. Um, if you need to email me, my email's on there too. So mm. yeah. Are you down for collabs? Yeah, I am. I'm, I am down to collaborate. Um, yeah. So hit me up. Mm. <laughs> hit me up. I am down to collaborate. I read your energy first, though, before we do. So I'm mm. not. So just letting you know that that's the thing that happens before I collaborate with someone. But yeah, I am down to collaborate. So hit me up. I love music. Word. So. Do you have any last message? Any last message? Um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Like, no, really. Thank mm. you, Kuya. Like, thank you for bringing me here. Thank you for recognizing me and honoring me because mm. I... And I just want to recognize you and honor you. So thank you for holding this space down for like the community. So I appreciate that a lot. Word. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. Space wouldn't be anything without the people that come in as well. Yeah. And you too. For sure. So, yeah. Thank Let's you. go meditate and cipher, fam. <laughs> hey, you know, you can do both at the same time. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That is ciphering. If yeah. You think about it. Yeah. No, it really is. Or if you don't think about it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> For sure. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you.